0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for joining me here at the Nation. And thank you for being a member of the Nation, by the way. And I really want you to get that thanks from me to you. Because, you know, without you, this is nothing. I'm just speaking into the great fucking void that you give me feedback, that you write to me, that you message me, that you leave me voicemails, that you share the Nation. I want you to know it means a great deal to me and really supports me in fulfilling on my purpose in this life, which is to make a difference for as many people as I possibly can. Now, look, this week's subject has been one I've been thinking about for a while, and it's one that most, if not everyone, is involved in in one way or another, that is Social media, okay? Now, social media is the whole gambit of things, right? Runs the whole spectrum. You got Facebook and Instagram and, you know, fucking TikTok and Twitter. And then, you know, all the host of other places that people use to communicate, right? And some of those communications are lighthearted and fun. Some of them are serious. Some of them fucking deadly serious, political... Um, you know, spiritual, the whole gamut of subject matter exists on social media. Now, one of the things that I've become increasingly aware of is people's peace of mind. Like, it's, it's my view and it's my belief that we are in a heightened state of anxiety in general terms by the way in in the population and i know some of you might be like well i'm as laid back as fuck and this doesn't apply to me all right okay whatever but if you just look around you it occurs to me that and and particularly in social media that people are getting a little beside themselves a little on edge and everything seems to be fucking life or death now i have a view of that, I think um, we are in an age that the likes of which we've never seen before, okay? And I really mean that, and it's been in the last 20 years. We're in an age, like I said, the likes of which we've never seen before. We are in the information age. And, and you could say, well, well, we've, been in, we've always been in the information age. Which to a certain degree is true, I guess, but, but not to the, to the magnitude that we're getting bombarded by information that we are now. It's an absolute onslaught of information. And what people are grasping for and grabbing for, right, is some kind of quote unquote truth. And they're looking for a locale, they're looking for a place where they might find the truth and hanging on to whatever that truth might be. And I think what many of you are witnessing are that, that some truths are malleable, right? They're, in fact, different perspectives on the same subject. And we're arguing for perspective, by the way. And nowhere more so than that than, than in social media, Social media is where people can say whatever the fuck they want without the threat of a smack in the mouth. And, and you know, obviously I'm being a little, a little bit acerbic with my wit there, right? Because that's kind of culturally how I roll. But it's true, you know, I mean, there's certain things you wouldn't say to somebody's face that you feel pretty free to say in social media. Now, one of the things that kind of grinds my gears about that is that social media gets the blame for that. So social media gets the blame for, for people being that way. And, you know, as you probably know, if you've listened to me a lot and read some of my stuff, you'll know that I've, you know, in, in my previous life, if you like, I used to do these really intense personal workshops. And I used to do them all over the world. And, and they were a deep dive into the murky fucking depths of the way that people think, the way that people operate, the way that people function, the way that people behave. Beyond the facade that we all present to each other every day. And I'm going to insist on something right now with you. What you're seeing on social media is how people are behind the curtain. So what you're seeing in social media is how people are behind the curtain. How are people behind the curtain? They're bitter. They're cynical. They're angry. They're frustrated. And a whole host of... And and sometimes, by the way, you know, up to no fucking good. Like, no good at all. Right? I'm not going to use the word evil. It's way too... It's way too drenched in the fucking morality juice for my liking. But people... Are up to no good in the lies. Not to what degree, I don't know, but but there are people who are just up to no good. And then there's just everybody else. So when you when you are using social media, when you're taking a visit on a fucking Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go, if you're going there and you're getting soured by that experience. Then I would suggest you look to other avenues because you're not reliable yet for being around those kinds of conversations without it turning you inside out. So, in other words, in this age of information overload, you, you, my friend, you are the fucking gatekeeper. You're the gatekeeper. And too many of you are are looking around you expecting other people to manage that input. It doesn't work that way. It can't work that way. If it was to work that way, well, I think the troubles down the line would be far greater. Now, one of the places where I find that I find that social media really, really does turn and twist and not social media, but rather the people who populate it, right? So let's get clear about that. It's not in fact social media, but the people who populate social media. Why do people go on there? Why do people go on there and say the fucking shitty things they do? Because like I said, that's what's behind the fucking surface anyway. That's what's behind the curtain in the life is that kind of anger, frustration, blame. And as a society, we exist, the whole of fucking society exists in a context of blame. You know, I'll take that fucking statement to my grave with me. We exist in a context of blame. We are constantly looking for who to blame. And for somebody who, you know, lives life from the kind of philosophy that I do, it can be really fucking challenging to see what's going on in the world and just see like how it's just drenched in blame. Like there's there's no solution. It's just like, let's get to the bottom of who fucked us up, right? And I'm not saying there's no value sometimes in getting to the bottom of that stuff, but you only get to the bottom of that stuff to create and prepare yourself for the future. It's not, it doesn't serve any other purpose. There's there's no other, there's no other reason for it. And, And if you look in your own life, you know, I mean, many of you are still functioning in the current, day-to-day of your life. And you've still got your mom or your dad or whoever from your fucking childhood on the hook for it. And, and I do understand why people do that, because you're raised in a fucking culture of blame and you learn blame pretty fucking quickly. And, and I get into this in this book that I'm writing right now, which is really all about undoing the knots of our own childhoods. Some of them are really complex, some of them are nasty, some of them are simple, but they're all there. But again, one of the ways that, one of the main ways you have to do that is really to confront this notion of blame. And social media, just top to bottom, is filled with people who are just high on blame. They're getting off on it. And, and I'm talking about people who really should fucking know better, but they don't. They should, but they don't. So I don't blame social media. I don't. I don't blame the companies that run it and blah, blah, blah. I don't blame them. I don't hold them to account for the shit that's on there. I hold the people who are on there to account for the shit that's on there. For the things that are said. Those people, the serial complainers, And again, there's nothing wrong with having a complaint, but when your complaint's persistent, it becomes a way of life. That shit I have a fucking problem with. I have a problem with that. So for you, you have to manage that. You have to be responsible for the degree to which that shit influences your peace of mind. I want to say it again, because I know some of you didn't fucking get that. You will now have to be responsible for the degree to which that shit infiltrates your peace of mind. That is on you. You're the gatekeeper. It's up to you. And please don't like, oh, I'm addicted. Look, then get rid of the app on your phone or put your fucking phone down, switch it off and go and do something else. And I know there's a lot of people out there of you know, kind of pushing that narrative and saying, yeah, you know, disconnect and, and it's all great, but there's a reality to that. There's a reality to disconnect. Like if you were around, if my wife was here right now and any one of you would ask her, when, if you guys ever go to the beach or something, does Gary bring his phone? The answer would be no. No, it doesn't come to me. And the reason it doesn't come to me is because it infiltrates the present. It, it eats away at the present moment. And that's all social media does. It kind of gets us off on our addiction to spectate, to observe and throw in an opinion. And what better way than to throw an opinion opinion in there and have no accountability for it? Like I'm not accountable for it. I'm not responsible for whatever I've said. So all, all social media has really done is remove that barrier of instant Accountability. Like I can just say shit out there and get it said. Now, I can already hear some of you like, well, isn't that a good thing? Well, no. No, there's a lot of shit that should be between you and your journal or your therapist or whatever. It actually doesn't belong in the public domain. How do I know what that stuff is? The stuff that's not consistent with who you are. The stuff that kind of goes against who you are. If, you, if you're somebody who, you know, you, you, you live by the tenets of love or community or personal integrity or whatever, you go on to social media. You'll notice, like, you're, you're not always functioning that way. So if, you're, if you are on there and you're getting fucking tortured, then it's on you. Remove yourself. I think one of the things that people do is they give a great deal of significance to it. You know, like the future of the planet depends on fucking Twitter or something. No, it doesn't. No, it fucking doesn't. But the more that you act like it does, then it does. So from, from someone's coming from my perspective, I don't give social media a lot Of significance. And this is saying me a lot of the comments that are on there. I don't give them significance. Behind the curtain, people are assholes. What people? A fucking lot of people. Many, many, many people are assholes. And 30, 40, 50, 80, 100 years ago, a lot of those thoughts would have just drifted off into the universe. But not Today. Today, they're getting scribed into Twitter and Instagram and Facebook for all to see. And for many, many people, that stuff is stuff they haven't worked on or not complete about. A sense of justice, fairness, still grinding away at them since they were six or seven or eight or 12. A lot of untransformed people people who haven't done the work on themselves, grinding up the remnants of their past in a couple of hundred hundred characters on Twitter. Don't be that person. And I'm saying don't be that person because all of that is further confirming all of that shit. There's nothing new. You know, sometimes, you know, uh, people will say shitty things on whatever, TikTok or whatever, and on Instagram. And what do I do with that stuff? I'll tell you. Nothing. I just let it drift off into the universe. I don't have to fight for my reputation on fucking social media. I don't have to fight for my view on social media. Why would I do that? The only thing I ever try and do on there is educate and inspire Clarify, bring things to light. I'm not here to make a case for myself. And you don't have to either. Who you are in your day-to-day life, that's what makes the case for who you are. Just keep in mind, social media is where people's ghosts from the past are thrown up into the universe and the guise of current concern. Social media is where people's ghosts from the from their past are thrown out into the universe in the guise of current concerns. All their incompletions. All their old shit. And if you think about it, it's just a fucking exhausting waste of time. Just imagine all the things you could be doing. Imagine all the great things you could be putting to use. Rather than just launching into social media and scrolling your way through hours like it's entertainment, but it's not. You're checking out, my friend. You're missing out on the present moment and the possibility that exists therein. You're wasting time. And here's the deal. You only ever realize how much time flies when it's too late to use it. For what you could have done Wake up Your life needs you to show up And that is not Gonna happen By fucking whittling your life away On social media Or getting hooked Triggered and caught By what other people are saying there In other words If you don't have a life Get a life All right, you guys, we're going to be back in a little bit. We're going to take a short break here. We're going to take our question from the nation. And of course, if you want to participate in a future show, email me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. You can also call me 646-450-3203. It's fucking great that we have a hotline, by the way, 646-450-3203. You can also text me on that line. And I actually love it when I get the text because it's very personal it's straight from you to me right that comes right through to my phone when I get those texts all right so we're going to be back in just a little moment and also be I'll be giving you some updates if you haven't had it yet on the planner if you haven't if you missed last week's episode on the new planner that's out and the new the new calendar that's coming out very very soon we're getting into that time of the year all right so we'll be back in just a moment bear with me Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. All right, all right. Welcome back to your weekly kick in the ass. <laughs> Which. Which I'm sure, look, I'm sure you know well that everything that I say to you is designed to cut through the morass of bullshit that we all have to live with, okay? Every time I make a comment to you that might maybe um, inspire you, or it might even wound you, it's okay. I relate to you like you're a big human being that you are capable, that you are robust, and that you can listen to this kind of message in such a way that you get where it's coming from. Okay, if you're somebody who can't get that, then, you know, you can follow another route for a while until such things you've handled what you need to handle to come back and listen to the conversation. Anyhow, get right into this week's question from The Nation. And this was a, this was a text, I love me a text. Anyway, it says, Gary, I've enjoyed and been inspired by your books and recently your podcast. I am listening intently. I love your no bullshit look in the mirror attitude. So much stuff out there. So falsely positive, blaming others and poor, pitiful me. Keep up your great, very helpful work. Love your passion. He also ordered the plan on the calendar, which is freaking great. Anyway, so this message is from Manfred, by the way. and Manfred says, you might already have covered this, but I'd love to get your advice on how not to worry about shit that's out of our control. I know it's wasted time. Thank you. I think this is true of all human beings. We, we're constantly coming from a place of looking out for potential trouble. Okay, there may be trouble ahead. It might be a great strength of ours in one hand, right? And you could really get why it would be a great strength you know to to gather enough information to be able to plot whatever's coming at us right and like i said on one hand that's powerful on the other hand you know you can very often be left stuck in a certain paradigm of thinking right you cannot kind of, you're you're putting a limit on what's possible because you're constantly coming from the constraint of what's been so in other words you are hardwired to cast the cynical eye you are hardwired to wait for the other shoe to drop. You are hardwired to ask yourself questions like, what's in it for them? And what happens if this? And what happens if that? So it's inevitable, really, that you would, quote unquote, worry about things that are out with your control. So what does that all mean for you? Well, it means for you that whenever you're engaged in that kind of thinking, you're not present. You're drifting off into your thoughts, your concerns, your fears. In other words, if you find yourself, again, worried about stuff that's out with your control, you are not present. You're not present. You're not here. You're gone. For all intents and purposes, Manfred, Elvis has left the fucking building. You're not home. You're gone. And I need everybody to get this. Every worry, every bit of anxiety you have about anything at all, a function of you not being present. Across the board, I don't give a fuck what your situation is. You're not present to what's in front of you. You're you're indulging your internal state about what could be, which as you all already know, you're all fucking smart. What could be is not what will be, it's what could be. So then how do I snap myself out of that shit? Well, simply put, you get present. You check in with what's going on with you and your surroundings, people, situations. You check in because, Manfred, when you're worried about things that are out with your control, which is just basically fucking everything because you can't even control a fucking thought, but anyway, When you're worried about that stuff, you're checked out. You're not in the life you have. And you know, it might surprise some of you, but you spend a lot of your fucking life just checked out. You're not in awe of your children or your sister or your neighbor. You're not fucking curious about your job. You do your job. You're not there to gather things and express something. You're there to get through it. You spend most of your fucking life checked out. And, you know, Unfuck Nation, the books, the calendar, the fucking planner, whatever else out there, the creative live courses that are out there, they're all designed for you to cut through that, to interrupt that shit. Or, you know, my favorite phrase, interrupt the drift. The drift of what? The drift of life. The drift of thoughts. The drift of emotion the drift of behaviors. It takes effort to live a conscious life, but not effort like fucking lifting weights. It's effort to interrupt the drift of thoughts and thinking. It's effort to interrupt old behaviors and old behavioral patterns. You need to wake the fuck up several times a day if not dozens, sometimes hundreds of times a day because the press of what has been or what could be can be all-consuming. I'll say that again. The press of what has been and what could be can be all-consuming. And it is your fucking job to find ways to interrupt that press, to wake you up to the life that's happening in this moment and to get you connected to this life in this fucking moment. Worry... Anxiety, depression are all a function of not being present. They're all a function of not being present. We are in our heads. We're in our heads and following a line of thoughting. Not thinking, thoughting. And as some of you know, when you go down that fucking rabbit hole, it's not a great place to be. You need to wake yourself up to what you're doing. You're indulging a line of thoughting. Come back to the fucking light. Get present to people. That's right. Get present to people. Be in wonder of people. Appreciate. Be grateful for. People. That you get a shot at living life with people. You might not like all of those fucking people. I don't care. Get present to people. All right, you guys, that's it for this week. I'm going to keep saying guys, by the way. I know that some people find that. It's some kind of microaggression or something. And I get that. And I'm going to keep saying it, okay? And and I appreciate that you might find it that way. And I'm asking you to be responsible for how that lands for you. But that's it for this week. As usual, take your fucking life on this week. Take yourself on this week. Exercise that big brain of yours. And uh, I'll see you on the flip side with more from the wonderful world of... The dark and dark, dank spaces of my brain right to yours. Have a great one, you guys, and I'll see you on the flip side.